Welcome to the Nomad Podcast. With me today is Micah Gabriel, and we're going to talk about art, music, philosophy, and some current events. Micah, what's new? Nothing much, man. Just, uh, you know, working, trying to stay busy, trying to stay healthy best as I can. Uh, you know, all the above. What about you? How you doing? It's grinding, you know, taking care of business, raising a seven-month-year-old boy, doing good. He's almost got all his teeth now. It's crazy. He's a beast. Indeed. So what's new? What's How's the music coming? Music's good, as always, you know, that shit's uh, as, as uh, much of a constant as I can... Uh, you know, really like cling to uh, over the course of my 25 years now. That's uh, kind of been the most consistent uh, thing is music. So the music's always good. Like I always have fun with that. Uh, the the subject matter might vary. It might get a little heavy sometimes, but uh, you know. It's always, it's always, uh, I think music's the way I can purest express uh, certain events or certain uh, things that have transpired in my life. So, you know, it's good. It's good. Got this project almost, uh, almost wrapped up, uh, dropping in. I think like eight days now. I don't have my phone on me, so I can't be sure. I don't know what day it is. I'm always uh, losing track. But very soon, like about a week, and uh, just trying to wrap up promote promotional material and get that thing out. What's the name of the project? Uh, it's called Maison du Mépris. That's a, that's a French term. Care to elaborate? Mm. Or you want to let the music do the explaining? I think I kind of want to. I think I kind of want to sit with it for a little bit. Um, I'm doing um, I'm doing a Discord stream the night of the album launch with the the people from Sorrows, and uh, so I'll be in there listening through the album with everybody and I'll probably give a little bit more of an explanation on like the exact um, terminology and what like how that clings true to the album but uh I don't know for now I kind of I think I'd like to leave it a little bit mysterious on like people can google you know if you hear that and you're like oh what does that mean you can Google it. You can probably figure it out. It's not. It's not rocket science. But uh, yeah. It's. I think. I think the. The subject matter of the album, really like speaks to. Why I named it that, and I think. 
certain events. It was kind of funny. I planned on naming it that before certain events that transpired, transpired. And it was kind of interesting how, as a lot of times it does, the album kind of was exactly what I needed to uh, process certain events. Uh, and it just so happened that the name was rather fitting. Um, and so I think when people hear it, and if they do a little Googling or if they show up to the album launch, um, I think they'll start to kind of put it together. All right. And when when is it coming out again? Uh, December 19th. So and when's the listening few, party? Few days. It'll be that night. Um, we haven't set a time yet specifically. I, my schedule is a little frantic right now, but um, Where should my people... Twitter, my yeah, Twitter yeah. will be uh, constantly updated that day with, you know, links, uh, merch, all that good stuff. So, What's the Twitter so people can find you? It's Michael Gabriel Music. That's pretty much all my social. So. Sweet. Right on. Well, I'm looking forward to it. What else is new? What What do you think of this uh, Drake Kanye show? It was cool. I only caught a little bit of it because uh, I was I was working on some other stuff. But uh, it was cool, you know. Like I don't know. I think it's always interesting. I, I always love a good re, uh, reuniting, uh, like you know talented people i think that's uh i think that's an important thing to make amends um you think it's legit a lot of people think it's like a marketing ploy i mean even if it is even if it is you know like whatever if that's the marketing ploy you're going with i'm fine with that promoting peace i'm good with that if it's even if it is like i don't know i think it's even if it's promoting war up for like a year or two up until that moment <laughs> but that's how it goes you don't that's how it goes when people go they go like it's yeah. not it wasn't um especially dealing with certain kinds of people if they're gonna go they're gonna go it's not i don't think that was necessarily a promotion of war i think it was a war i think it was a little scuffle i think you know Things got a little tense and people, you know, responded how they responded. Like, I think that's, that's how things go. That's, that's ego. That's like what it is. I don't think, I mean, we got some great music out of it, like <laughs> at the very least. And, you know, as far as we know, nobody was seriously injured, seriously hurt, um, no lives were like seriously damaged uh, in any like real impactful way that we know of. And so I think, you know, that's, that's what it is. Like those kinds of things are going to happen. Dealing with people with ego, dealing with people with money, with, uh, you know, a reputation to uphold. Like it is what it is. People got names on the line. They got, you know, their bread on the line. That's, that's not nothing. So I'm not like necessarily mad at that, but I'm also not mad at the promotion of peace. I think that's needed 
very much, even if it is like, mm-hmm. even if behind the scenes, they might still throw a little shot or two. Like, that's always going to happen. Like, that's, that's just, that's just how people operate. But I'm with it. How do you, how do you think people actually enjoyed the show that, that showed up to it? It seems like they all they were probably looking at was <laughs> smoke. <laughs> like the whole thing was just smoked out the whole time. Like if you didn't have the camera angles, I can't imagine you could actually see. <laughs> it's highly possible. It's highly possible. You know, it, hey, it's it's a it's a mood or a vibe or whatever. Oh, I thought whatever, it was cool. Like, I just I wonder. It. Like, did you did you see any uh any shots from like the stands by chance? I, I saw I saw a few like professional camera images that looked cool. They looked from like looked, far away, like from in the stands. Yeah, but okay, cool. But then again, cameras is <laughs> like zooming in. Cameras got a little different advantages that the human eye doesn't always, you know, have. Like so. Yeah, I don't know. It could have been some people with really bad vision up there, just like smoked out. Uh, it's very possible. Uh, I don't know. You know, Kanye. I think Kanye knows what he's doing, and I think his set set design people know what they're doing. Um, but I did. I remember seeing like a sketch of like the stage setup before the actual show happened, and being like, "That's just a circle." <laughs> what? Like, what's so? And like, I don't look like an it, eye. Seeing it like come the... to life, it like the shape of it, um, in terms of depth, made a little bit more sense of why they did it that way. And I, 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 I wasn't mad at it. But again, I was seeing like the Amazon, uh, Nico camera angles. You know what I mean? That's like a, that's a very different experience probably then yeah like you were saying people in the stand i don't know how was it, I don't know. How was it coming through for the parts that you saw audibly it seemed to me like they it seemed to me like they almost had the same mix for live that they did for streaming it was pretty trash for a while i think well i mean here's the thing like if you got mike dean running since like I'm there. I don't care if they're a little loud. Like, uh, I'm there. I want to listen to it. And and again, bro, like, Kanye knows what he's doing in terms of, like, um, effectively communicating uh, uh, an idea, whether it's, like, fashion, music, whatever he kind of dives into. He's proficient at communicating an idea effectively and, like, I thought his portion, especially the ideas were communicated effectively. Like I thought the Drake, the Drake set definitely suffered a little bit, like, but I kind of explained that a little bit on Twitter. Like if I think the thing, a lot of people don't understand, especially if they're not the ones doing their own mixes and producing their own stuff, they got a whole team. They might not understand it. If you underlay your vocals the way they are on the track, right? And then you rap perfectly correct, like not not only it. that, but he's like yelling over him, <laughs> over them. Well, but what I'm saying is what I'm saying is if you were to nail it perfect, right? Like if you were to 
in your live performance uh, you get the perform exactly phasing. the way you did on the record you're gonna get phasing and it's gonna sound weird even mm-hmm. even if you're perfect so to me that's like a flaw like you're the the ideal is flawed so you gotta make a new plan like that's why i think that first joint he did was the best one he did when he came on solo that was like the the yeah, one and that Kanye I really probably orchestrated again. the whole thing. That was 24, and was yeah. A, and it was a Kanye joint, right. And I was like, oh, his vocals sound great over this. Like, I'm not mad at that version at all. But again, that was probably a Kanye idea, communicated yeah. effectively. I think, so, you know, it is what it is. I think Kanye is just a better live performer. Like, I don't, think, I don't, I don't know if that's ever really even been a question, but... As far as communicating ideas, do you think Ye is trying to communicate something about water? His his Twitter profile has been like it looks like he's like underwater, and then like he's wearing these big boots all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very possible. Uh, he has a song called Water on his on his last album, correct? Uh, meaning like not Donda. Sure. Yeah, the one Jesus is that. King. I think so. Yeah, I'm ninety percent sure that there's a joint on there called Water. So, I mean, probably, yeah, probably. And then you got Elon Musk tweeting things about Earth should be called Water. They're always <laughs> okay, hanging out. That's a funny idea. Um, yeah, I mean, water is a water is a very important commodity, just on its face, like, and one is. Uh, growing more and more scarce even though hypothetically it should be becoming more abundant because we should be getting better at salination which means we should be getting better at recycling water which would effectively uh, greatly increase our supply but that's not really the case because I mean in my opinion because of like capitalism in, in, in a huge part like it's not um that's not lucrative giving people uh giving people abundance of water that's not lucrative so just in that sense it's an important commodity but uh in, in terms of like a more ethereal like spiritual sense it's a lot of good parallels i mean you need that for life you know so like we're mostly water, not just earth. It's most of us too. So like, it's uh, it's an important thing. I don't know exactly what they might be trying to draw to, but I think when smart people are trying to draw your attention to a subject, investigating in any way, shape or form is probably a smart thing to do, even if you disagree. What's been your uh, latest music that you've been listening to? Uh, bottom of uh, I'll be honest. His like the 2010 and um, I can't. I don't even remember what the name of the one he like just dropped. Just dropped is, but they're not like my favorite Earl songs ever. 
the thing is like Earl's so good. It's like uh, there's just like a certain caliber that I'm like that's that's in my opinion what I want to hear. I know a lot of people were like love those joints, and I'm not I'm not mad at them. I like them. I've played a I've played them a lot. Um, I'm really excited for his project. I think I think Earl's one of those people who like saves a lot of his best joints for live shows and for uh, albums. So. Which I understand. That's kind of, that's kind of how I approach it too. I, I, I'll let go of like Lucy's that I'm just like not. It's not that I don't like them, but I'm just like, yeah, they're cool. You know. Dope. Are you gonna drop any uh, before your album or not? Uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, it's possible. Always keep your eyes out. I like to. Uh, I like to move with spontaneity because I've never, I was explaining this to a friend like yesterday, actually, they like, they, they kind of asked or alluded to like my plan. And I was explaining to them, like my plan is always, always only ever been to make music, however that looks. So it's possible as far as releasing stuff, I. I have much less of a structure as much of I woke up today feeling like I might drop something, you know, like that's kind of what it was. I woke up the other day deciding I'm going to announce it today and like pick the cover, you know, still, I'm still nailing down the track list. Like that process never really stops for me until it's like done out complete. And even then, there's been times where I've debated going back and taking certain stuff off or putting other joints on. I'm not opposed to that either. Surprising people with like, oh, here's a whole new song. Or, oh, <laughs> that album's gone. Like, I think it's important for creators to understand the leverage they hold with their creations. Like, I like having the ability to be like, maybe I'll drop tomorrow, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll put something out. Maybe I won't. I like the ability to set my own deadline and be like, all right, I said this. I'm a man of my word, so it's going to come out the 19th. Like, even if in my head I get there and it might not be like, there might be certain tweaks I still want to make. Nah, Y'all got it. Because, like, I think it's important to move with a little bit of spontaneity, but also set deadlines for yourself it'd be like that's a little bit of training to be like proficient in managing time and being like all right nah this has to get done by this day all the other stuff can wait put that on the back burner my ideas for my next projects they can wait until the 19th at least you know from there i can kind of move with a little bit more uh, spontaneity again so stay up with at well on twitter micah gabriel music mm-hmm. all right yes all right. sir what else is new what's how's your your spirituality been going good man um good you know i try to i try to read um whether it's like you know the 
Bible or other spiritual texts. You know, I have I have a lot of friends of different backgrounds, different um, come from different places, etc. So, you know, the things they grew up on are a little bit different in certain senses, but a lot of times it's a very similar message if you really break it down. So, I try to stay in tune with be it. I try to like align myself with not um, pursuing certain things, uh, not pursuing confirmation bias, meaning not opening up certain texts to confirm something that I think I already know, as much as waiting for certain things to come to me that. I didn't know and wasn't looking for because those have been the most like eye-opening uh, experiences where someone's been like, hey, I think you're supposed to read this or hey, I think you should start here, da-da-da. And not to say I don't, I, I don't, I do think that keeping up consistent patterns of investigation is is important, but also being open to like stepping away from that search for confirmation bias and stepping into a more uh, exploration focused uh, pattern. So any specific lessons you've learned lately or things that you felt have really spoke to you and helped you yeah. grow? Yeah. Um, stop looking for credit, you know, uh, or at least stop looking for credit in the ways you think you deserve credit. That's it might good. not come that way. Uh, it could come in a lot of different forms. And if you're so like focused on certain accolades or certain achievements or certain uh, looks from certain people, you might not ever like pick up on the actual credit that you should be picking up on. Um, or you might not, you might not need to be getting credit. <laughs> you might not be all that like, and that's okay too. You know, glory to God, baby. That's right. Um, it's, it's way bigger than us. So that's important. Moving honesty, um, integrity, keeping your word, uh, uh, telling your loved ones that you love them, hugging people if they're around, letting them know, hey, I got you. Normalize telling your homies you love them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, it sounds like a meme or whatever, but that's for real like it's real for sure i've lost a lot of people just in the past few weeks like people that i knew it's not an option anymore so that's something you should take advantage of while you have it for sure Uh, yeah i mean there's a lot of lessons i could go on for (laughs) i could go on for hours uh 
kind of on that on that same sort of topic what did you think of the whole travis scott thing um i mean i had a lot of thoughts i think i've been in, i've been in i've been in, i've been to two concerts with women that have passed out uh, in the crowd they were <laughs> anemic or whatever and didn't get the the proper iron intake that day and like they wanted to get a little rowdy and you know their body said no um and so i've had to pull people out of crowds that were let's say rambunctious um not a travis scott show but as shows that were you know intense and that's 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 no joke. Like, that's a that's a serious situation, and it's one that unfortunately a lot of people put themselves in because they want to see said artist. Um, and unfortunately, I think said artists have responsibilities as well. Like, you gotta watch. It's ample. It's ample uh, evidence of artists taking responsibility for their shows bro i've been at so many shows where they they stop the show like so many right and you know and it doesn't help this is this is another thing i say uh, another lesson i would impart to anybody who's watching this still uh be conscious and aware of the things you say um try to try to keep note at the very least, if not take mental uh, a mental check of what you're putting out there, because unfortunately, people move off of evidence. I wouldn't even say unfortunately. I think that's just that's just a a thing that humans do. We we look at patterns and, and evidence, and if you have a pattern of encouraging people to to rage. behave in a certain way. I won't even say that because it could be it could be much less um, severe, severe than that. Encouraging people to behave in any certain kind of way, be it through your own actions, on words, or just literal encouragement. If you got a record of that and something happens involving that pattern of behavior, Unfortunately, it doesn't look good. Like, and so, especially when you have ample evidence of the contrary happening and people taking care of their fans, um, that's, that's not lost on me. So I think, unfortunately, everybody from the cops to Travis Scott, they got to eat that. However that looks, that's not really, I'm not a judge. That's not, I'm not a jury on that, uh, on that case. But in my opinion, everybody's got to eat that. <sighs> Which, did you, you know, it's not, it's not cool, but. Did you see, you know, all of the sort of symbology and breakdowns of. I mean, sort of I, demonic... I saw some of that. I don't, I don't, me personally, I don't like to, um. 
if I don't know people, I try my best to not take other people's word or read sure. too much into other people's perception of a, a, a thing, but they might not know said person. But do you think I'm not, I think, like, I think, we're not I here think to there's judge. coincidence and I think there's, I think there's, I think both can be true. I think there can be coincidences and I think there can be intention, but but I'm not going to sit here and say one or the other because I don't know, dude. And I don't, you know, certain people attach themselves to certain iconography or certain aesthetics without taking up the, the actual fundamental belief systems of said aesthetics, right? So it's hard for me to say. I don't know, dude. It's, yeah, I don't I don't think we should judge. And I think that's the right approach. But just in a more, you know, general idea, like, do you think something like that is possible? Do you think, I mean, Bro, to me, it seems like there's lots so of dark arts possible. going on. So and it seems like, like, it seems like there's lots of dark arts going on. And do you think that it's possible that some of these entertainers are, you know, dealing with demonic entities? I mean, uh, I think a lot of stuff is possible. Like, and again, I like to speak on my experiences and and that's really where I try to limit myself to in my um, conversation, in my art and whatever. I, I, I focus centrally on my experiences. And in my experiences, it's a lot of things that are possible. But again, I'm not here to say one way or the other what's going on with dude. Like that's I would I would tell people keep your eyes open for nefarious activity, nefarious intention, nefarious uh, people. Yeah, that's uh, good. I think that's the main thing that I want people to sort of take in your own you know, from this experience. In your own experiences. Like, don't take everybody's word for it, but if you encounter nefarious whatever, be aware of it. Be open to the idea that nefarious intention is out there. But I wouldn't say operate as if it's around every corner because I don't think that's necessarily the case either. I think there's a lot of good on this rock. I think a lot of the bad gets focused on way more. <sighs> Why I'm not entirely sure. You, you think, think, you think there's more... Too, but I feel like when I like turn on the TV and stuff, it, it seems like there's more quote unquote evil or dark that is saturating, you know, like there's so many murder shows. It's crazy. Like I have to, I have to like scroll to find something that's like not murder related or crime related. Yeah, I mean, it's like right, I'm just trying to find a wholesome, 
yeah we grow up playing these war games right like and that's i think that's what i want people to start thinking is like pay attention to what you're consuming is it is it what you actually want to reflect you know i think it's important for people to understand that um certain things permeate your your subconscious whether or not you choose to let it or not so I know a lot of people who consume all negative, right? It's, it's, it's a constant consumption of all negative, whether it's, it's food or TV or it's just constant uh, habits that, that aren't productive in any way, shape, or form. It's a lot of forms of it, but I know people who are black holes of negative energy you know that's that's it and i can tell you that wears on a person's soul that wears on a person's body like and that's what we're fed for the most part again if you want to talk about media food whatever it is we're fed mostly you know i'm i'm you've asked me not to swear so i'm trying very hard not to swear but we're fed mostly you know bull so on that note though like just sorry to cut you off but you know that's why i asked not to swear because i feel like we've been brainwashed into literally cursing ourselves and cursing god right like gd you know it's like why why are we why are we cursing god you know that's that's probably not perspective not great i have a certain perspective on like uh language in general it's um the way I understand it is words have certain connotations or uh, certain have a certain weight to them, right? But that weight is somewhat of a sliding scale depending on who you're dealing with, right? So I don't curse around my parents, right? Because certain words have way more weight with my parents than with other people, like my friends. So, in my opinion, being conscious of where that scale is at, if somebody asks me, hey, please don't curse, I'm going to do my dead level best to not curse. Because that, that scale is obviously at a certain weight with this conversation. And I want to be respectful of that. I want to be conscious of that. But if I go have a conversation with my friend right after this, it might be much more aggressive. It might be much more uh, expressive of certain terms or certain words that certain people might not like to hear. That to say, I do also think there are certain words you should just avoid altogether. Like, and I guess in, in, in that sense, those would be, you know, the literal curse words. Like, and I, I do think that's a thing, but I think the most important element of it is to be conscious of where that scale sits with people. Because if you can be, you start to train yourself to just maneuver within those boundaries out of habit. And you start to, your language starts to evolve to a place where you don't have to express certain 
terms or certain emotions with certain literal words. You can maneuver around it because you have a, a much better understanding of language as a whole. Yeah, I think that's how I used to operate, you know, it's more of just like that sliding scale, depending on who I was around. But I don't know, lately, I've just been really trying to clean it up. Because generally, when I'm cursing, it's not from a place of, of like, joy or goodness, you know, it's, it's generally, I feel like associate, like, when I feel like when I say it, you know, even if it's not around somebody who's affected by it, it's like affecting me in a negative way. So anyways just just something to think about obviously yeah, I mean, we all have you know, our own opinions yeah, and thoughts yeah right i think that's part of i think that's part of the scale thing like i think it varies heavily for different people like i think certain certain things affect certain people much differently right so i know certain people who have never been affected by a word in their life like did they know of though like you but, were saying but, about the subconscious i think that a lot of this there there is a such thing as word magic and I think that, you know, there's been... But I think certain of... people might be... I think certain people... Sorry to cut you off. I think certain people might be desensitized to a point where well, that's even the... if they were conscious, but even if they were conscious of it, it still wouldn't... The, because I, there's, like, the ideal, right? And then there's, like, real-world practicality. And in my experience, real-world practicality dictates that it's certain people who have certain things right be it a byproduct of this rock that we're cursed to live on or you know a biological disposition they're affected in different ways by different things you have certain allergies that i don't have I think certain people are affected differently by the vibrations that we create with our our bodies. And all that to say, I think that's why being conscious is so important because whether it's yourself or somebody else, you don't want to negatively affect with your words. But I know there's certain friends of mine who I'm the one who is more sensitive to the words than them. I have to be like, yo, chill out. That's why I think the conscious thing is important because I have to be aware that there's certain people that words don't have the same language doesn't have the same meaning to them. It doesn't, it doesn't carry the same weight. And so I don't know that I'll ever necessarily be able to change that, but I might be able to communicate more effectively with them if I'm conscious of their, the weight that they place on language, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I think maybe disagree a bit, but that's okay. I think, I think it is, even if they don't know it's affecting them, I think certain words, certain certain words oh. usually come with a vibration that may be certain affecting words, them subconsciously words. when they're not conscious of it, right? Because here's they what, already here's where I'll concede. Here's where I'll concede. Certain words have a, have a societal effect by them saying them, right? So Exactly. So 
even if it's not affecting their their soul, their being, in the in the direct sense, it's one thousand percent indirectly affecting them. Be it certain relationships they may not have because they want to throw around the B word or da da da. Is for sure. I'll concede on that one hundred percent. And I do think that's an important distinction to make and understand for sure. One hundred. Well, this has been a really great talk, man. Is there anything else that you want to chat about? Um, anything that's been on your mind? Yeah, I would tell people uh, keep your head up, like. Amen. Uh, in 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 a literal sense and uh, in a mental sense, like literally, keep your eyes peeled. You know, like, keep your head up, watch where you're stepping, like, uh, like we spoke about just a little bit ago. It's a lot of negativity being fed to you, whether you realize it or not. And um, being conscious of that in your decisions can have a very positive effect on your well-being. But you have to keep your eyes peeled to know where that's happening so i would say keep your head up in that sense but also do your very best to keep a positive outlook like situations no matter how grim there's light to be found in them. there's lessons to be learned from them and that's an important uh tool to carry around with you because life's never going to be easy right as many resources as you might have as many whatever it's always going to be trials right so remembering to take a step back do your best to remove yourself from a negative situation look at it from the outside keep your head up and go all right what can i take from this and what can i take from it and leave behind right i think a lot of times we're like, all right, I think I learned the lesson, but there's all this, there's all the rest of the, the, the scrap, right, from the animal that you got to leave behind to pack it out, right? So I think learning to, to make those distinctions and be like, all right, certain things need to be left where they lie, very important. And also just to, um, take ownership for your endeavors. So if there's a situation where maybe somebody's profiting off of you in a disproportionate rate than what you feel is appropriate for the amount of work you're putting in, there's ways around it, I promise. You just have to work at it. You gotta put the time in, dedicating the time. It might mean completely rebuilding the infrastructure around your model, right? That's not an easy thing to do, but it can be done. And remembering that is very important in your endeavors, be it music, painting, clothing, whatever. Those ideas as a creative, one of the only things you have at the end of the day. And so learning to stand on them and 
find the appropriate ways to profit off of them in in the purest sense, not meaning uh, going so far the other way that you're beginning to become the same systems that oppressed you, but get into a place where you can now uplift others around you and give them the same infrastructure that you've built for yourself to pull themselves out of the positions there. Also, album drop in the 19th is crazy. Uh, it's really good. A lot of uh, personal processing, right? Dealing with a lot of those same things we just talked about, funnily enough. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. That's good. Remind the people again where to find you, where to find your music, where to keep up with your spontaneity. Spon- spon- um, how do you say that? Spontaneity? Spontaneity. So my Twitter, Michael Gabriel Music, that's um that's where I post mostly. Like my Instagram is the same handle, but I don't post that nearly as much. I'm trying to get better at it. Um Twitter though, I post there all the time. It's the best way to keep up with me. My website, Micah Gabriel.com. That's where I post the vast majority of my music. And yeah. Sweet. I love it. If you guys want to keep up with uh, Nomad, you can check out our website, nomad.art. And yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Love you, Micah. Love you guys. Have a good one. Peace. Truth is in the life, got him shaking in the booth. The truth is in the life, got him shaking in the booth. But I'm praying for him, praying for him, praying for him too. Get your spirit straight before they cause a party.